pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome, uh, Roto Grind Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast back with you. As I promised, the the, the Fix Podcast going to be a little bit different here moving forward. You're going to get a lot of our content on Roto Grinders, like our six packs. You're still going to get some of me, but it's not going to be every single day. We're going to be doing cool things like this, and it's an interview with uh, a player which uh, most of you probably are not too familiar with, as he is grinding daily fantasy, but he's doing it basically about as far away from us as possible. We'll give you the insights. His name is Jay Kincaid. He goes by JK123. And uh, Jay, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Well, if people have not recognized just in that quick introduction, he has a bit of an accent. And... Uh, let the people know exactly uh, where you're at, Jay. What's what's the what's the location for you? <laughs> so I'm sitting here right now in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, it's 10 a.m. where I am. I guess it's night time where you are. NBA just locked here at nice old 10 a.m. So yeah. Okay, so you are somebody who grinds daily fantasy across the globe from us. Uh, you're you're playing. A lot of American sports here on you know sites like DraftKings and and whatnot. Uh, let's let's hear how you got into this because you know uh, for the longest time, I mean DraftKings was not even out there, so I'm not super familiar with how daily fantasy exists in Australia, especially you know in a country where I know sports betting is legal and fantasy sports is. It's probably not quite as ingrained in society as it was here in the States. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that fantasy sport is pretty ingrained here, but mostly for our sort of native sport, uh, AFL or Australian Rules Football. Um, so we, we, uh, we only just got let on DraftKings recently, but before that we've been able to play on a couple of local sites that kind of popped up, you know, looking to emulate what DraftKings and FanDuel were doing. Um, so there's been a healthy sort of small, but healthy and active community of fantasy, you know, players playing DFS over here, but the floodgates are kind of open now because we can actually get on DraftKings, which is obviously massive. Um, as to how I got into it, I, uh, similarly to a lot of other people, I have a poker background. Um, so I always kind of knew about DFS because so many poker people or ex-poker people were getting into DFS in America. And I would, was always kind of, you know, gazing longingly from afar at what these guys were doing and wishing that I could get in on it. 
So it's been really exciting to be able to play against um, the best of the best and stuff from, from the U.S. now. Now, tell me a little bit about the market like prior to DraftKings getting in, because obviously DraftKings pools all their liquidity, so people who are playing in Australia are playing in the same pools as you know the people in the U.S. and you know we're playing for upwards of you know a million dollars on a on a single you know tournament win on on Sundays. Uh, but prior to DraftKings getting into the market, what you know what was what did it look like? Like how big were the tournaments out there? And was it a situation where you've been playing just as kind of uh, a hobby or did you get so successful where you were doing it as like a, a legit source of income for you? Um, yeah. So the, the sites here are decent size. So the biggest twenties would be around a hundred thousand uh, guaranteed. Uh, more regularly, there'll be you know twenty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand, depending sure. on on the sport. Um, so, uh, I actually I read that book Dueling with Kings about like the early days of, of DraftKings and stuff, and, I, and it was kind of a bit familiar because when they're talking about you know back in the quaint old days when everything was small, that's kind of like what it's like what it's been like until now in Australia, but still still like good action and. Um, you know, decent capacity to, to make money. So I would say it's, it's a hobby for me, but, like, I have been able to make the money at it, so that's been nice. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely been fun um, playing on the Aussie sites, and then I guess having DraftKings access is like, you know, trying to play in the major league kind of thing. Now, now the Aussie sites, did they also carry American sports? Because we all know, obviously, DraftKings does, but um, did they carry, you know, football and you know, American football, basketball. Yeah, yeah, they and do. I, um, so Bob, sorry, yeah. No, I was just wondering, like, how popular was it over there on, uh, you know, on those type of sites? Because it's not, you know, you can't really gauge it on DraftKings because you've got, you know, ninety, probably eight percent of the market playing in the U.S. But over there, did you get like? Obviously, the FL pools were probably big, but were the NBA pools and the NFL pools decent enough over there in, uh, you know, uh, on those Aussie sites? Yeah, NBA is pretty big. Like, NBA is massive in Australia. We obviously have some really good players uh, in the league at the moment. It's like Ben Simmons and Paddy Mills, Joe Ingles and all those kind of guys. And, and I think just just in general, I think NBA is really taking off around the world. So it's definitely really popular here and people like to play it for fantasy as well and bet on it and stuff. Uh, NFL's less popular here, but there's still a healthy amount of people that, that you know, sort of like the sport. Even though, because NBA locks here in the morning, somewhere between, you know, 10 and 11 a.m., but NFL locks at between 3 to 5 a.m., which is obviously a pretty, uh, you know, it's a, it's a put-off for most people, most sane people. Um, but, you know... NFL fantasy is it's like it's a, obviously a great fantasy sport, and those of us that are really sort of into fantasy sport in general have probably hold it in with a bit of prestige, you know, uh, even internationally, just because everyone knows it's like the most hardcore fantasy sport or the the, the biggest fantasy sport in America. So, yeah, but NBA is definitely a lot, a lot bigger over here. In NBA, you know, we all know you got to be up to date on the news. Certainly, the last thirty minutes to an hour before the games lock. Uh, it's not too bad for you, you know, get up at, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine AM, get your coffee, read some news, enter some games. And like you said, it's games just locked here and it's like 10 o'clock. So you get a morning 
of sweating NBA basketball. I think that would actually make me pretty jealous because, honestly, here on the East Coast of the U.S., I'm asleep half the time when the late games are going. So I'm somewhat jealous of you being able to do that. Not for NFL, but for NBA, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, for sweating purposes, it's pretty good. Like, it definitely can be a bit anxiety-inducing, like having to make these tough decisions at, like, 8 or 9 in the morning when you're just waking up. But um, in terms of the sweat, it's really good. And I'm sure that contributes to the popularity here because people can get in some teams before work or when they're just starting work and then kind of, like, sneakily check them throughout the day. Um, Yeah, I think people enjoy that a lot. We're talking with uh, JK123. Uh, the username, and he's actually ranked second. Uh, we just recently partnered up over at Roto Grinders with dailyfantasyrankings.com slash AU. And it's funny because the first time I went to this site, I was like, oh my goodness, there is a there is an Australian version of Roto Grinders because they have built a really great community out there, a lot of it based on rankings, doing content. And we were so excited about you know what they were getting into in a market outside of the U.S. that we said, hey, we gotta we gotta partner with these guys. So uh, so we're working together with them to kind of spread the uh, you know spread the awareness and, and help them grow as a company because we're really excited uh, about the job that AJ and the crew are doing out there. And uh, currently ranked second, but definitely with the most wins out there on the uh, on the Australian site now. Uh, let's quickly get back on NFL here because you mentioned three to five a.m. is when those games, you know, typically lock for you guys. Do you actually wake up, but like around that time, like three a.m.? Do you set the alarm? Do you stay up to make sure you know there's not any late scratches, or are you at the mercy of the late scratch because that's a ridiculous thing to do? What do you do for NFL Sundays? <laughs> Well, for me personally, like I play pretty heavy volume, so it would be kind of irresponsible to be to be asleep when it starts. Um, so I, I basically just warp my sleeping pattern on the weekend. I've gotten pretty good at it, you know, so that I'll wake up late enough on, on Sunday that I can stay up all of Monday and then reset it for Tuesday, which is definitely a challenge with NBA on at the same time. So I've got to somehow, like, be there for lock at, you know, 3 a.m. on a Monday morning, but then also be there for lock uh, or be there to work hard at you know 9 a.m. on the Tuesday or whatever. It's it's definitely a bit of a challenge. I'd say for the average Aussie that plays, you know, it's much more likely that they either just let it ride or maybe set an alarm. I think a lot of people probably set an alarm for like four or five in the morning and get up pretty early, and maybe the games have kicked off, but they still get to see a lot of them, um, follow what's going on, that sort of thing. How available are the games to actually watch on television or? Uh, even online, I'm not sure how the how the streaming works or how the you know the 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 television or media deals work in Australia versus what we have here in the states. But are, are most of the the games available? Like, can you get an NFL package or an M, uh, NBA package where you can well, you know pick which games you want to watch? For NFL, it's awesome because we have NFL Red Zone. Um, it's just part of the normal sure. sort of sports cable package here. And that's, that's definitely how I got into NFL and how I'd imagine a lot of other people get into it because that's obviously a pretty awesome product. Uh, we get the, you know, the premier, you know, Monday night football and stuff as well. We get like all, all, the, all the marquee games for NFL and Red Zone. Uh, for NBA, we basically just get, I guess, whatever the big national games are over there. So maybe like a game a day or two games every two days or something like that. They'll have like 
yeah, sort of on and off. But so for, for NBA, people that are into NBA definitely stream it. Yeah, um, NFL though is pretty good on on TV. Now, uh, you mentioned AFL is the sport, um, and I'm super curious to see, um, and, you know, there's been rumors that, you know, DraftKings is going to offer games, you know, I believe the season starts in about March or April, so we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see on that, but um, what does the, what does AFL fantasy really look like, you know, especially because if DraftKings offers it, they're going to offer it to U.S. customers as well. And there's yeah. a lot of kind of degenerates out here who are like, oh, there's a fantasy <laughs> game. I might as well give it a try. So what exactly does Australian League's football fantasy look like? Um, I reckon it's a pretty good hybrid between NBA and NFL. It's sort of got the same thing as NBA where stats are accumulated quickly and with lots of small things. You know, the kind of same way as like, uh, you know, uh, rebounds, assists, points, just a constant stream of scoring. Um, AFL's a lot like that, but it's definitely got a bit of the randomness of, of NFL. Like the, it's, it's high variance for something like NBA where it, people are going to score pretty close to what you'd project them to score. Uh, it's got a bit more deviation in, um, AFL. So I reckon it's a really, it's a really fun fantasy sport. Um, yeah, and a good, good amount of skill to it as well. And I mean, you mentioned that fantasy is big out there. I mean, is AFL, like, do they is season long AFL something that happened obviously way before daily fantasy AFL? And like, is that I'm not sure if you're how familiar you are with season long NFL here in the U.S., but it is legitimately everybody plays it. Like, you know, Janice yeah. in accounting plays it. Like, everybody <laughs> has some sort of fantasy team. Is that how it works in Australia with Australian league uh, football? Yeah, pretty close, pretty much. Definitely the same sort of thing where with, you know, groups of mates and people, you know, from back in the day, high school, you know, you still have your, your league that you, you put together. And, yeah, season long is definitely really big here and that definitely fuels... It's, it's honestly pretty similar to NFL over there, I think. that's It's what fuels the popularity of AFL DFS over here. Now, uh, I think this is a interesting question because it potentially... You know, especially with the laws changing here in the U.S. surrounding gambling. But uh, as far as I know, you know, sports betting is is very much legal in Australia. Uh, why do you think people play fantasy out there and play daily fantasy out there instead of betting the games? You know, here in the U.S., we've always we never had a choice. You know, unless you were in Las Vegas. You weren't able to bet the games, you know, legally or in a regulated market. Obviously, we could do some offshore stuff or, or find a, a, a bookie. But um, why do you think there's kind of been this demand for daily fantasy when there's other sort of betting allowed legally within Australia? Uh, I mean, just because it's an awesome game, I think. Uh, DFS is super fun, you know. It's, uh, you can go really deep into it, and it rewards you for um, following sports, you know, super, super closely. Whereas sports betting is nice for people that just want to sweat, and it's, it's casual, and, you know, you can't, you know, the mistakes that you'll make are just small mistakes. If you're going to lose, you're going to lose at a smaller clip kind of thing if you're not putting time in. But for people that actually want to, you know, be like Australia is really sports mad country. So for people that just want to be fanatical about different sports, 
um, DFS is pretty great because it kind of encourages and rewards that, I think. But I, I would say that um, it probably did hamstring the popularity of DFS a little bit here, I reckon. It, like, I, I imagine it caught fire a little bit more in America just for the reasons that you you know, you know mentioned about people that want to bet, well, this is the main legal way that they could do it. Um, but it's, it's, still, it's still popular over here, and I think um, you end up with a more dedicated uh, pool of people playing it, and I'm sure the same will stay true in America as well, where people are, sure. there, there are people that have been playing it for years that just love it and, and have been doing it every day or every week for years. Um, but I think, I don't know, I can't, I can't see why you'd quit just because you can bet totals and stuff. I mean, that's not that yeah. exciting. It's very different. Like, you know, not only I've always felt like with daily fantasy, uh, especially as the, everything has grown, you know, you, you're spending a little bit amount of money with a potential to win an absolute ton, which is unusual, especially if you're betting just totals outside of, you know, maybe large parlays. And then the other aspect is, you know, peer versus peer. I mean, I still think there's something to be said for competition in that, you know, I'm matching my wits versus another person, not necessarily versus, you know, uh, an algorithm that a sports book put together that's extremely efficient. And, you know, how how are you finding in terms of the games in themselves? Like, uh, I mean, it, for you, I mean, you've been doing it for a while, but do you find the AFL games to be softer um, in Australia than, say, the NBA games? that you're playing on DraftKings now? Like, can you tell a big difference in terms of the competition uh, and how sharp or non-sharp they are? I'm curious about the difference between uh, the two sites, especially now that, you know, you're on DraftKings, you can play against American competition. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say, though, people here are so obsessed with AFL. The, The AFL games, there's definitely really good value to them. Um, for sure, but there are a bunch of good players as well. But I would say that for the American sports over here, uh, they've always been pretty easy to beat if you're really trying because most people don't know that much. They don't have have that background of of knowledge of of all the players. So if you actually kind of learn a bunch of stuff, you can have a pretty massive edge over other Australians at American sports. Um, Playing on DraftKings has definitely been a real challenge. There, There are obviously heaps of really good players um, but there's still still decent value, I think, on, on DK, like especially in NFL, because there's just so many people playing. Um, that I think that's yeah, it's pretty good. Do you play any? Um, I mean, is is cricket a thing out there as well? Um, I, I I know there's zero presence of it here in the United States, but uh, on that side of the world, there's a you know it's a widely popular game, and I'm I'm curious if. There's a DFS game for that, and you know whether or not you know there's much traction around that um, in Australia. Yeah, there's there's a there's a shortened form of the game uh, called Big Bash, and that's really what the DFS is here. So I guess I mean if you were comparing it to baseball, it's, it's kind of like um, I don't know, like a home run derby. Or, I, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of they're just smashing the ball all around the park as okay. opposed to the slower, more strategic form of the game so it's better for fantasy because it's there's more scoring and it's over over quickly and there's big swings um so that that's like that's actually a really sort of degenerate fantasy sport because you you can be you could be winning a tawny and then not even be in the money like two balls later kind of thing um yeah so it's it's pretty pretty swingy 
Uh, that sounds like uh, the showdown slates on on uh, NFL these days, where you can go from actually uh, <laughs> winning a ton of money to not cashing in literally one play. Yeah, that's that's a perfect comparison. It's exactly like that. Yeah, where a guy makes a big play and everything changes. Yeah, yeah. It you know it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what DraftKings does. You know they've uh, they've talked about the international expansion and you know getting into Australia market is. Certainly, you know, a, a big deal for them, and uh, we'll, we'll be waiting to see if they do offer, you know, some of these Australian league sports, and uh, and yeah, like, you guys you guys will probably eat it up, because there's going to be so many, like, fishy American players who are just degenerates making lineups, so I know that's something that you're, you're, uh, you're excited about, but uh, did you always have an interest in American sports, or was this, like, strictly driven from, like, oh, here's, like... Something cool that I can bet on that's, you know, kind of skill-based in, in the same vein as, you know, poker, which I was playing. Um, yeah, I, I grew up uh, sort of in the 90s when uh, basketball was basketball was just massive. It was, it was probably the first time that it boomed around the world and became more of an international sport, I guess. Um, so, you know, the, the Bulls and, you know, Barkley and Shaq and all, all that kind of stuff. Like, a, So, like a lot of people around my age, um, there's definitely that seed was planted, you know, around my teenage years of NBA being this cool thing and, you know, basketball cards and all that kind of stuff. So, definitely, I've, I've always liked NBA and I've, I've played basketball and stuff. Uh, NFL, honestly, like, I'd never even seen NFL played until I was probably in my late 20s like I never even really thought about it other than being this funny thing that's on movies and stuff <laughs> um, and then when I when I just came across it and started watching it um, I just fell in love with it I love the, the spectacle of it it's so dramatic and um, there's so much strategy you know the coaching so important um, so I would say I'd say a lot of people in Australia would have never ever watched an NFL game but basketball is a pretty normal part of um I don't know, the fabric of our sporting society here or whatever. So uh, I'm curious, you know, in DraftKings and, and, you know, a lot of different sites that we have in the U.S., we've got what we call live finals, you know, championships where people come together and, you know, uh, we go to a, a bar or a game or something like that and then we make our lineups and we sweat them. At the end of the day, we get usually obnoxious wrestling belts we're really, really drunk, <laughs> and it's it's a fun, fun time. Is that anything like that exist currently? And have you tried to qualify for I don't know the football championship, uh, basketball championship hasn't obviously been launched yet, but I'm sure we're going to see it in the not too distant future. Like, does that exist? Is that something that you know might be fun to to try and chase for you? No, honestly, we uh, we pested the site to try and give us a live final because we really wanted it. And that's definitely been something that's been a shame here because I'm sort of envious of people that play over there that, that know each other and, and meet each other at live finals and a lot of the, the good good players, you know, friends with each other and I think that's pretty cool. Um, whereas here, you know, I, I, the main people that I've competed against in Australia, like I've never met them, you know, I don't know, don't know what they look like. <laughs> um, so I, I definitely like to do a live final. As, as to the American ones, it's a bit tough because they have they have the really big one, um, and that I'm like I just don't want to lose infinite money chasing a seed in it. And then they have the the king of the beach one, which would be awesome, but it's it's a long way to fly 
just for kind of a smallish buy-in at the ultimate live final sort of thing. And and it's that thing as well. Like even if it'd be cool for the social aspect and to meet some people, but like again, I'll just fly back to Australia and never see them again, kind of thing. So um, I definitely love to to do a live final. DraftKings have kind of maybe hinted a little bit that if they get AFL running, they might run a live final out here in Australia, which I'd imagine yeah. would be pretty cool for any Americans that manage to qualify. Yeah, um, as a, so that, as a yeah, married guy, the, yeah, as the married guy, the one thing that I love about the live finals is it gives me a reason to like take my wife on vacation somewhere like, Oh, we got to go down to Key West this weekend, honey. I'm sorry. I got to compete in this tournament. I can't tell you how exciting it would be to be like, Hey honey, we got to go to Australia to compete in a lot in a, in a DFS final. I am all for that. No question about it. And, uh, and yeah, and I hope, I hope if somehow you'd qualify for a live final, they'd up the like, the the flight ante a little bit i think it's like a thousand bucks like i i don't know if that's gonna cut it you know trying to come from australia all the way out here but uh you know jay uh it would be fun to meet you at one of these things so you know i i agree chasing live finals is a not a great way to build a bankroll but you even recognize it like there's a whole lot of fun that kind of goes along with it and it's crazy like a lot of even the sounds cheesy but like friends that i've made in life, even beyond just DFS, I've met at these type of things. So uh, hopefully they come out there to Australia. And if you qualify for one out here, don't send a proxy. Make make the roadie. Make the. Have you been to the yeah. states before? Have you been out here? Yeah, yeah, I've been a few times. Yeah, I really like it. Did you compete in the? I know you're into big into poker. Like, how are you still? Are you still playing poker right now? And are you? Live or more online? What's the uh, what's the poker world for you right now? No, I haven't played for a few years. Um, it's it's uh, it's actually illegal to play online poker here now. Which really? Is strange. Mm. Yeah, uh, the the live games are still really good, but I've been you know just playing playing DFS really. Uh, but yeah, I did go out there a few times for the World Series and stayed in Vegas for a while. And um, yeah, so that aspect of it, that I guess that's familiar to me you know what it would be like to do a finals because that's what the whole vegas experience is like and you're just kind of meeting people you've played against online from all around the world or around the place um and yeah that was definitely like a great part of tournament poker is you know the kind of scene or community and people that you meet so yeah hopefully one day either over here or over there uh, i'll be able to make it to a live final yeah that would be fun well uh, it, it's really cool to to talk with somebody here who does what we do, but does it on a completely. <laughs> I guess the the timing is the thing that just is uh, is 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 the most backwards thing for me. But uh, you know, who knows? Like maybe in like six months, you know, we'll be grinding your sports. Like what time does what time does AFL uh, or Australia? What is it? Australian League football? When does that start? Like what's the timing on that in terms of like roster lock? to i guess east coast here in the u.s so just to figure out like um, what i'm getting yeah. into if i decide to get into this yeah so the the big slates on the weekend are a couple of hours from now so i guess that's when the late games kick off for nba around Perfect. that kind of time is when it would lock here so that's probably pretty doable oh very um, doable and it's a good time of year as well i guess because i think maybe mlb is starting around that time and there's a bit of golf but not much else you know it's not like NBA is kind of winding down and NFL's over. So 
for anyone that's you know looking for something to to gamble on and uh you know there i know there are people that do kind of grind the exotic sports you know like oh, yeah. obviously tennis and college football and i don't know whatever whatever else um so yeah, definitely add AFL to the roster because it, it is a really good fantasy sport. It's, it's really interesting. I am sweating Toledo versus Western Michigan right now, so I, <laughs> I am one of those guys. Have you gotten into the the golf at all? Have you do you play DFS golf? I mean, obviously, yeah. lots of you know Australian players and on the tour. Mm, yeah, I I actually uh, I didn't know that much about golf or you know the golf scene the golf world uh before dfs but i got into it for dfs and i, I really like it it's, it's something different um yeah like way more random and unpredictable but yeah. in, in a pretty fun way i think yeah so i like playing that yeah four day sweat you can't beat that you know you get the cut you know you get like double sweat like my guy's gonna make the cut or they not so uh last question and uh, if you haven't i hope you do it soon uh have you have you started have you joined roto grinders in terms of us being able to get you into our rankings because i think it would be interesting to see how you uh rise up the the rankings versus u.s players because right now you're you're second out there with the aussies but um have you joined up on on the the rg rankings yet yeah i have uh okay I think i'm like 17th for nfl or something which is not too bad because oh, I can 17th? Like overall? Hold on, I gotta bring this up real quick. That's I didn't I thought the answer was gonna be no, not yet. No, I mean, um I'm at a disadvantage as well because I can only play DraftKings and other people play multiple other sites. <laughs> you, you are you are fifteenth in NFL right now. Three hundredth overall. That's pretty good. Fifteenth in yeah. NFL, the the fifteenth best ranked player on our site. Is somebody who lives in Australia? That's amazing to me. I mean, I've been playing pretty heavy volume, so <laughs> definitely, definitely helps. But yeah, I can't get enough of it. Honestly, I just love it. It's uh, something that I always sort of maybe hoped would happen, but never really thought it would actually happen. Getting to play on DK, so now that I can play it, I'm I'm like in every comp on every slate, just getting as much of it as I can. So, so are you like do you fire like time. cash games and tournaments as well, or you do all these things? Yeah, yeah, I play cash as well. Uh, I think I'm better at tournaments. Um, I probably I focus more on tournaments, but I do click into the cash games as well. well there you um, go. Yes, yeah. uh, you know, high volume. If you see JK one two three out there, you think he's a fish. I got news for you. Yeah, he's not, boys and girls. He's pretty damn good. Jay, uh, really appreciate you making some time for me. Great conversation. Excited to kind of uh, you know talk to somebody you know doing what i do on the other side of the world and obviously you're having a ton of success with it and uh you know if we get some afl i might lean on you every now and then for uh, a pick or two i know you don't want to give all the secrets away but at least in the tutorial on what i need to know so uh, uh certainly appreciate you jumping on with us today on the fix yeah thanks a lot for having me it's fun all right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing over there on iTunes. Be back for another episode very, very shortly. I am Dan Bach, and as always, good luck in all your games. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. 
because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.